but he came poverty stricken at the cross. Why? So that we can be blessed. Glory to God. So that we can walk in the blessing of Abraham. That's what the Bible says that they were redeemed from the curse of the law that we may, you know, that we may walk in the blessing of Abraham. So that's spiritual life relationship with God. That's, you know, wealth. Glory to God. God wants us to be blessed. Hallelujah. Why? So that we can have more than enough to meet other people's needs. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not just about you. See, where what happens is that we get in this walk and we just pray, Lord, just meet my needs. My, you know, me, my wife, our four kids, kids, us four and no more. You know what? No, it's more than that. Your finances is supposed to be a blessing to the body of Christ to get the body of Christ moving forward so we can get everybody into the kingdom. So Jesus, so we can hear that trump, that last trump, glory to God. And so we can be raised up. Amen. To be ever with the Lord, glory to God. And that day is coming because you know what? God is filling up his kingdom and he's using us to do that. You believe that today? Amen. So, so we know this, that death also equates to sickness. And we know sickness is out here. And we know that Jesus paid the price uh, for our healing. And let's look at Galatians 3, 13 and 14 again. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For his written curse is everyone that hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So we see this, that, that in Galatians, it talks about the blessing of Abraham, which is spiritual life, relationship with God Almighty. It's, it's prosperity. And now I want to focus on its healing or wholeness or soundness. Amen. And so that's the blessing that Abraham walked in. You know that Abraham walked in health. He walked in wholeness. He, he, he lived a good long life. Hallelujah. And so, and so that's really what God's calling us. You know, the Bible actually says in Psalm 21, with long life, he will satisfy us. Some of you have a fear that you're going to die early. No, start standing on that scripture. With long life, he will satisfy me and show me his salvation. You might need to start quoting that because the devil might be beating you up saying, you don't got much longer to live. No, with long life. Long life. Somebody say, I have long life in Christ Jesus. So we need to start believing that, that, that no matter what the enemy's trying to do, whatever the fear that he's trying to put on us, we need to allow the word of God to bring faith into our equation. Glory to God. So we see this, that we know this, that the first sermon that Jesus preached was about setting people free. You know, we call Jesus our savior. You know, we sometimes when we're witnessing, we'll say to people uh, or we're, sometimes I ask people, are you saved? Have you ever witnessed anybody ask them, are you saved? They might say, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, what does that mean? That means, are you saved? Are, are you delivered? Are you set free? You know, saved can mean a lot of different things. You know, delivered, set free, protected, glory to God, preserved, hallelujah. So saved can mean a lot of different things. But, what, but when you're ministering or witnessing to somebody that doesn't know God, when you ask if they're saved, really the, 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 the key thing, are they saved from the wrath of God to come? 
So everybody wants to hear about the love of God. And we all love the love of God. But there is a wrath of God. In other words, God hates sin. He loves the sinner, but he hates sin for what sin can do to people. It destroys people's lives. It destroys other people's lives. He hates injustice. You know, God is a righteous God. He's a truthful God. He hates sin and sin destroys our relationship with God. Amen. And, and, and so if we don't repent and believe the gospel, then the only if we don't and we keep shuffing God off, then there's only one thing you're going to receive. And that's judgment and the wrath of God. Amen. I'm saved. Somebody say I'm saved, I'm saved. from the wrath of God. That's, that's really good. That, that's good news this morning. And that's when we say, are you saved? Y yes, more than just being delivered. Yes, that's part of it. But we're saved from the wrath of God to come. That's why we're trying to get as many people in the ark of safety. We're trying to get as many people in church saved, walking out their faith as possible because Jesus is coming back. And we got to get a revelation of that. We got to be we got to be like the five virgins with our oil filled and we got to stay fired up for God and not get laid back like laxy daisy and allow all the other things to crowd in our our equation and keep us from walking out the truth of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so so I love this that Jesus came and his first sermon was in Luke 4, 18 and 19. This was right when Jesus went through the wilderness. And then the Bible says that, that he passed the test. He whooped the devil in the wilderness. And he came out in the power of the Spirit. I like to say this. Whatever test you're going through, you keep standing with God. I'm telling you, the devil's what he's trying to do. He's trying to take you out. But, but you know what? The devil can't take you out. You keep standing on the truth of God's word. You're going to come out of whatever thing that you've been dealing with that's been hindering you. You're going to come out in the power of the spirit. Look at your neighbor and say, keep standing. The Bible says once you've done all, stand and keep standing. We're, we don't cower before the enemy. No, we don't, our armor, there's no armor for the back. That means we don't retreat. That means we, for, we move forward into the enemy's camp, glory to God. We're not retreaters. No, we move forward. There's no armor in the back. Glory to God. Amen. No cowards in the army of God. Amen on that. So I like what Jesus said here. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So we see here that Jesus and I like what one minister said, that was his main text that he preached everywhere he went. In other words, he would preach that the spirit of God was upon him, that that he that he would preach that that he was there to deliver the poor, to set at liberty those who are broken hearted, proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery sight to the blind. And then he then Jesus would go to the next level and he would demonstrate the power of God. He would he would he would heal the blind. He would raise up the lame. 
Glory to God. He will set the captives free. Amen. Because Jesus was anointed by God the Father to, to undo the works of the evil one. And you know what? I'm going to say this. Can I go a little far, further today? You guys are anointed. Oh. You guys have an anointing on you to set the captives free. You have an anointing on you not only to protect you, but to, to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Do you believe that today? In other words, you are deputized. I'm deputizing each one of you to go out and pray for the sick. To cast out some devils. First, you might want to cast them out of your kids first. Okay, we won't go there. And I need to cast the devil out of my dog. He doesn't want to listen. It was just a that dog. Just not, we got a dog and that dog. We, favor. We, we, we named him Favor. I almost want to change it to curse, but I won't go there. But and I said, favor, come, favor, come. And favor won't come. <laughs> and I'm calling forth for favor to come and he's not coming. I don't want to say curse come. You know, I don't want to say that. But favor come. You know, we, we named him favor for a reason because we want favor in our lives. Amen. And that dog is just. And I said, yeah, it's, yeah, it's my wife's dog. And. My, I said, yeah, can you get the dog? And she said, yeah. And she's chasing after the dog. We've got to get a fence, you know. But anyway, glory to God. Where was I at? Oh, yeah, you've got you to you believe that you have power, the power of Jesus to cast out devils, to lay hands on the sick. Amen. We have that power, glory to God. I like this because, really, this is the, um, the job description of Jesus is in Acts 10.38. And it's really our job description, too. And in Acts 10.38, says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. I'm going to say this to you today. You are anointed with the Holy Spirit and you, you are anointed with power. Amen. You are anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. And it said that Jesus went about doing good and healing all. Amen. All who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Amen. So we see this, that that, that was Jesus' job description, was really to undo the works of the evil one. We know that it's the devil that comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. And so the devil does that. So, so, so who's the one that's putting sickness on us? It's not God. It's the devil. And he's coming to, dis, to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you may have what? Life. And have it what? More abundantly. So I, I, I stand on that scripture. I pray almost, well, I, almost every day I'm praying. And I love John 10.10. 10 where Jesus said, that Jesus, uh, Jesus said that he came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And when I think about that, it, it, it's, it's divine health, glory to God. It's, it's uh, good relationships, glory to God. And it's a, it's a heavenly relationship with our heavenly Father. And that equates to us having right standing with God, which should equate to what the kingdom of God is. The kingdom of God is righteousness, right standing with God, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So when I'm, when I'm talking about, when Jesus talks about abundant life, Jesus wants us walking in full throttle peace 
and full throttle joy. We should have peace that surpasses all understanding. In other words, we shouldn't be worrying about stuff. We shouldn't be concerned about anything. And we shouldn't be walking in the joy of the Lord. In other words, get happy. We, we get excited. Why? Why? Not because the devils listen to us, but because our name's written in the Lamb's book of life. Let's get excited that we have a kingdom, amen, that cannot be shaken, glory to God. We have a foundation, glory to God. We, we have an incorruptible heaven, hallelujah. We have treasures in heaven. We need to start getting happy, glory to God. Hallelujah. Get, get excited about what God has done through Jesus Christ. You know, there's a story here in Luke 13, and it was, it was about this lady that was in a synagogue and in church. And um, let me just read this. It says in Luke 13, verse 10, it says, Now he, he was teaching, talking about Jesus, in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. So we see here that Jesus was in, his, in the synagogue and, or, or the church, the house of God. And there was a lady in church that was bound up. You know, this tells me that we can still come to church and we can be bound up. This tells me that there still may be areas in our life that God wants to set us free from. It tells me that, that that lady, you know, instead of instead of staying home because she was bent over and said, I can't go to church today because of my condition. She pushed through. And I don't know how many Saturdays that she came out to church. But that Saturday was a Saturday that God touched her and set her free. And it was 18 years and she was still in church. So what's your problem? What's your problem? <laughs> Are you listening to what I say? In other words, she pushed through and she got the miracle of her life. 18, can you imagine? 18 years of an infirmity and she was set free on the Sabbath. Amen. And so the Pharisees said, what are you doing? This is the Sabbath. You're not supposed to work on the Sabbath. They were so twisted in their thinking. And so Jesus said, so ought not this woman, verse uh, 16, so ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. Notice that Jesus gave credit to the infirmity to Satan. Notice that he didn't say who God has allowed her to be bent over for 18 years so he can prove, you know, his glory this day when Jesus was there to prove how good God is to set you free. God gave it to you. Now God's taking it off of you. No, no, it's the devil that gives it to you, but it's God who takes it away from you. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so, so right here, the credit was to the devil. In other words, the devil is behind sickness, disease, poverty, all kinds of sin. The devil is behind that. But I'm going to say this. You have the law of life in Christ Jesus working in you. And you have power and authority over sin, sickness, spiritual death. You have power and authority over that. Say, I believe that. Amen. When you start believing, you know, you know, in Acts, Peter said to the people when he was preaching to them, repent and believe the gospel. 
you know what? We need to repent. What does that mean? If there's areas in our life we're not believing God, we need, we need repent means turn from uh, thinking worldly and start thinking heavenly. Repent means turn to God and believe the gospel. Believe the power of the gospel. Believe that the name of Jesus is more powerful than any other name out there. You gotta start believing that and start using the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm not gonna catch any virus. I'm not gonna catch any sickness. I'm walking in divine health. There was uh, a flu going around, and uh, Brother Hagen, uh, there was, I don't know, it was called the Hong Kong flu or something. I don't know. It was back in the day. There was always some kind of flu going around in some day, and this many years back. And uh, Brother Hagin said, I'm not going to catch that flu. And one of the ministers said, you better be careful. The devil can hear you. He may want to put it on you. And then, and then Brother Hagin said, I double dog dare the devil to put the flu on me. Some of you are saying, I won't say that. I double dog dare the devil to put anything on me. Glory to God. He can't. Why? Because I walk in the power of God. I'm walking in the love of God. Glory to God. I'm making sure that my, that my life is, is lining up to the word of God. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, I'm not getting out of God's love. If I don't get out of God's love, I'm not getting out of his grace. If I don't get out of his grace, I'm divinely protected. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And Brother Hagin said, you're right. Because when you believe God, it makes you bold as a lion. And you're not afraid of any virus or any sickness or anything like that. Why? Because you're walking in the law of life in Christ Jesus. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Say, I believe. I believe in the power of God. Amen. 1 Peter 2, 24, who himself bore our sins on his own body on a tree, that we, having died to sins, amen, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Glory to God. So what am I saying to you? Listen, if, if the enemy comes against you with any kind of lying symptom, you say no in Jesus' name. You command that lion symptom to leave, whatever it is. It may not even be a, a, a symptom. It might be depression. It might be fear. It, the enemy will work against us in fear. And you have to speak to fear and command it to go from you. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Fear is what's keeping people from moving forward in God. Fear is keeping people from coming to church Fear is worse than the disease itself. It's a disease. And we are not people that walk in fear. We walk by faith and not by sight. Am I preaching to anybody today? In other words, I'm not going to look at what's going on in the world. Listen, a thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my left, but no plague shall come near my dwelling. You start confessing that every day. Pretty soon you start talking like that every day. And guess what? You're going to start believing it. You're going to believe what you say. And see, what happens is we're not saying it enough. You know, I, I try. We have prayer confession sheets over uh, on the table when you walk in. It's healing scriptures. And I try to confess those healing scriptures as often as I can. And, you know, I, I confessed them yesterday before I went into the gym. And it, it only took me about five minutes to get through four pages. 
Five minutes. It took me about 15 minutes to get through all three of them, who I am in Christ and, and, and the other scriptures and prospering God. 15 minutes. 15 minutes a day. And you're going to be giants. 15 minutes a day meditating on the word of God, getting it on the inside of you. And then whenever the enemy, oh, you better be careful. You don't know. You better be careful. No, listen, I got God on the inside of me. I'm walking in the law of life in Christ Jesus. Look at this in Isaiah 53, 1 and 5. It says here, who, and I wanted to add this in here, and I'm closing down, but look at this. This is very interesting. It says here, who has believed our report with a question mark? In other words, do we have any Christians that really believe God? Amen. Do we have any people that really believe that God can protect you? Yes. I know you guys can. Yes. But, who, but, but who has believed our report with a question mark? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he has grown up before him as a tender plant, talking about Jesus, as a root out of dry ground. He had no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he bore our griefs. Which griefs, if you translate that, are sicknesses and carried our sorrows. And you can translate that to pains. So, so not only did he bore our griefs, amen, but he bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. That's powerful. That, that's talking about Jesus, and that's a, a prophetic, you know, uh, uh, message from Isaiah. And this is, this is uh, uh, just talking about how Jesus paid the price so that we can walk in victory in every, every area of my life. Four keys before I close out. If you're going to walk in divine health and the power of God, you're going to walk in healing, you must believe that Jesus paid the price for your healing through the crucifixion. In other words, Jesus did, took stripes on his body for your healing. He didn't do it for nothing. Amen. Amen. Everything Jesus went through, uh, through the cross, through the crucifixion, meant something. You got to believe that. You got to confess, number two, you got to confess that you are a child of God under God's uh, divine protection. You've got to start confessing uh, that you're divinely protected by God from anything. Number three, we must command the devil to loose us from any bondage that the enemy's trying to put us in, on, put on us. We must continue to, 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 to demand and command the enemy to leave us alone. God, I'm going to say this, you know, sometimes I deal with fear. Every once in a while I deal with anxiety. Anybody out there like me? But I, but I have to say something. I have to confess the word. I have to tell the anxiety to leave me. I speak to my mountains. I command them to leave, and they got to leave. And the number four key, continue to walk in the love of God. Continue to allow the love of God, in, and don't be judgmental or critical. or uh, uh, Don't allow just the little things to get you down. Amen. In other words, stay positive. Stay, keep, stay, keep a positive attitude no matter what's going on 
in your life, no matter what's going down. Amen. Stay positive. In other words, don't gripe and complain. We know this, and I, I really believe that, that, that the Israelites in the Old Testament, it, it, when they were coming out of Egypt, going into the Promised Land, we know that they griped and complained in the wilderness. And when they did that, it said that they were destroyed of the destroyer. So we got to make sure that we're staying positive and we're not griping and complaining because I even think even if we are allowing that to come into our life, even as new creations of Christ, that's not how kings talk. I'm going to say that again. You know, you know, there's an Old Testament and where this where this king said said something really negative about a prophet. And the other king said to him, that's not how kings talk. And I'm going to say this. We're kings. Jesus is king of kings and Lord of lords. And you're a king in your domain. And you got to speak like a king. And how do kings speak? They command and they decree. And when we start commanding and decreeing some things in our lives, in our family lives, in the life, life of the church, I'm telling you, it will surely come to pass. You believe that today? Did you receive it this morning? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just thank you for your mercies and your goodness and your love. And I, I thank you, Father God, that, that we have divine protection, that we have healing by the blood of Jesus and the stripes of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for those that are here in the audience, those that are watching online. Perhaps there's those that are in the audience today that's doing stuff. I believe today can be their, their day of deliverance. I believe as you're watching online, it can be your day of deliverance. God can set you free today. All you have to do is receive by faith his healing power. So I'm going to pray for you today. I'm going to pray for each one. But, the, but first of all, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the mo most important thing for you to have is a relationship with God. And I'm telling you, the Bible says that this is a day of salvation, which means it might not be another day. So, so, so I want to lead you in a prayer of salvation. And as, you, as you're led in that prayer, I believe that God can deliver you and set you free from any, any element of the enemy. Amen. Say this meaning in your heart. Say, dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. If you prayed that for the first time, I be, we believe you got born again. Glory to God. You played that, prayed that in the audience. We believe you got born again. If you are a visitor, you should have received the green card. Fill that uh, green card out. We're going to be receiving tithes and offerings. Pop that in there. And also, I'm going to pray for those uh, right now that might be dealing with sickness in your body. Uh, uh, that's watching online. We are going to have a healing line today after we receive tithes and offerings. Um, and you can come up if you, if you need prayer for healing. The Bible talks about laying, uh, that believers can lay hands on the sick and see them recover. And I believe that God can set you free. But let me just pray for every person that's watching. Father, I just thank you for every person that's watching. And perhaps if there's anybody that's dealing with any kind of sickness, any kind of symptoms. Father, I just, I just send the word of healing to them right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father God, that, that uh, your healing power is going forth 
and delivering and setting people free. And I declare that you're healed by the stripes of Jesus in Jesus name. Thank you, Father God, for healing them, setting them free in Jesus name. Amen. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.